Let your loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us as we have put our trust in you. Amen. So here we are in the middle of August. The liturgical season the church calls ordinary time. We're about halfway between the glorious days of Easter with its news of resurrection and Christmas. That glorious celebration of the incarnation. God with us. Born in a stable into a dangerous and violent world. Every year we tell that story. We live the story of Jesus' earthly life from the anticipation of his birth in the weeks of Advent through his death on Good Friday. And then the joyful miracle of resurrection on Easter and his ascension into heaven. We await his coming again with hope, with expectation, with faith. And perhaps, truth be told, sometimes with weariness and despair. For that world into which he was born so long ago is still a dangerous and violent place. Our ordinary days may be days when we struggle to walk by faith, to continue to have hope in a world that looks bleak in many ways. We may have days of disappointment, nights of prayers not answered. We may not really believe he is coming back at all. Jesus tells the disciples and us that we must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Blessed are those whom the Master finds alert, waiting with anticipation when he comes. But it's hard. It's hard to be alert and waiting if we do not believe the promise or have lost hope in the promise. God's promise of peace, healing, reconciliation, forgiveness, and love. What we see with our own eyes doesn't look much like the kingdom a lot of the time. Lest we think this is simply our condition, it turns out that this is an old, old, old story. The story of stepping out in faith and then waiting and hoping goes way, way back in Genesis. This morning we find our forefather Abram having a similar conversation with God. Abram has left his home, taken his family on the road as God instructed, set out on a completely unknown path by faith with hope. He has fought battles, saved the lives of his kinsmen, done some admittedly questionable things along the way, and prayed with his wife Sarah for a child, an heir. And he's old now, still talking to God, but he sees no answer to that prayer. 
But we know that God sees in ways we cannot see. The one who knows all, who knows each one of us, everyone, all the devices and desires of our hearts. The one who brings a peace which surpasses our human understanding. That God. And that God assures Abram that there will be descendants as many as the stars in the sky. As if that news is not amazing enough, for me the really, really amazing thing in this story is this part. And Abram believed God. He believed. His faith was restored. Faith in something so unimaginable to the human heart and to the old human body. In spite of what his human eyes could see, he believed in God's assurance that the promise was true. Blessed assurance. Abram believed. He trusted. And God held his faith and breathed new life onto Abram's faith. Strengthened his faith. And this part's important. And rejoiced. Rejoiced in Abram's faith. We are told that the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Righteousness. The right, the proper, the from the beginning of time planned relationship between God and his created, beloved Abram was restored. What we need to hear, I think, is that the creator rejoices in our renewed trust and faith. We hear this again in the sermon to the Hebrews. The preacher reminds those listeners of this same story, the same story about Abram. And although we do not know who those early hearers were, it's safe to say that they were struggling as a community, struggling to hold on to the faith, Wondering whether God's promises were true, trying to stay alert and hopeful for Jesus' return, but weary, discouraged. The preacher speaks those beautiful words that day. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. A bolder translation of that, faith is the substance of hope, the proof of the things we cannot see. That word that the NRSV renders assurance is a translation of the Greek word hypostasis, the same word that is used to describe Jesus. Jesus as the very substance of God. So our blessed assurance 
Our blessed assurance is Jesus himself. He is the substance of hope. And furthermore, remember, we're joined with him in our baptism, so we too, we too have this substance of hope and trust in our very selves. So God rejoices. God rejoices when we do not lose heart, when we are faithful, when we do what we need to do to hold on to our faith, when we remember who we are as a child of God. God rejoices when we pray and feeds us here with bread and wine of his substance to strengthen and sustain our faith every week. We, like Abram and Sarah, Isaac and Jacob, all those people who heard the sermon to the Hebrews, all the faithful throughout the ages who struggled and yet who lived by faith. All of them, all of us, we need these reminders to sustain us. We need communities of love. We need to read the word together. To know the story. To sing the songs. To share the gifts that we have been given. In addition, as part of our faith and encouragement to one another, we need to point to those glimpses of hope breaking through in our world. Proof. Proof of God's promises to us that life overcomes death and that love reigns supreme. Tonight, Becky and some other adult volunteers will gather with our young people to prepare for a four-day pilgrimage. This group will set out early in the morning to walk to Lowell, guided geographically by maps but walking by faith to see with new eyes, to deepen their relationships, to meet new people and serve neighbors in new ways. Our hope is that this small pilgrimage will strengthen each of them to renew their own trust in God, their faith in God's promises. So they too will be counted as ones who live by faith. But what about those of us right here, right now, on this beautiful, beautiful New England summer morning? The question that I encourage you to take out with you today is something to ponder in these ordinary days. What do I need? What do I need this day? To live by faith. To be a person of hope. What do I need? And may God show you in those prayers. May God assure you by his grace and mercy that these things are true. Love. Reconciliation. Peace. And hope. And hold on to those things. 
And may your trust and faith in those things be reckoned to you as righteousness. And you guys know I love to do this. So if you know the words, sing along. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Jesus is our blessed assurance. Amen.